Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. What is up, Raider Nation? Micah here, along with my partner in crime, Tyler. Tyler, how you doing, my man? It's a winning Monday. We Dude, won a game. We won a game. Oh, that is so... Like, I don't really even know how to act right now, to be honest. Like, dude, we won a game. But th here's the thing. Are we sad that we won the game? And, or yeah. are we happy well, that we won a game? Wait a second. Wait a second, Tyler. This just in. Lee Smith just grabbed Gruden by the neck and shook him like a rag doll right after are he you kidding and Carr me? got into... Yeah, he and Carr got into a physical altercation. Oh, my gosh. No, wait. Wait a second. No, 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 no. Lee Smith just grabbed him by the back of the neck. After Warren oh. Gruden got into a physical altercation. Like he choke slammed him? Yes. Like he pulled out a move from no, the I rock? No, I think he just grabbed him by the... Wait, no. No, wait a sec. No, apparently he put his hand on his shoulder after oh. he and Carr were yelling at each other. Um. Uh. Yeah, I, wait. No, wait a sec. Gruden, no. Gruden was no, yelling he had at to Carr? Separate. Yeah, no, he had to separate Carr and Gruden. That's that's the earliest report right now. Uh, Gruden and Carr had to be physically separated. Um. Because a chicken fight ensued after a rough three and out between Carr Who and Who held Gruden. back Derek Carr? Uh, apparently Carr showed enough restraint um, that he held himself back. But Lee Smith mm. had to physically grab Gruden. Uh, well, now, wait a second. No, no. No, no, never mind. No, he just he just put his hand on Gruden's shoulder is apparently what. That's my latest report now, Tyler. He just oh. put his hand on, on Gruden's shoulder uh, after Gruden and Carr were... Uh, got into a little spat on the sideline because they were upset about a three and out. Uh, I I think that's how it went. That's that's my latest report anyway. Um, Makes sense. Oh, okay. Well, well, I guess we're okay. Never mind. Another I, change? No. Uh, apparently, apparently they still haven't talked to each other. Apparently, Carr and Gruden oh. have still not come to turn. Well, no. Wait a second. No. 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 Okay. No. We're good. Apparently, everybody's okay. No. Everyone yeah. is safe. Yeah. No. Everyone is okay. 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 Okay, yeah, no, Carr and Gruden Whew, are man, fine. I really thought that Lee Smith put the rock bottom down on Coach Gruden. Dude. I thought he came out and he said... Early reports were that. Take that microphone, shine it up real nice, and you know the rest, Micah. <laughs> and and then he gave him the people's elbow and a rock bottom. I you know what? And that's what I that was, was afraid of. That was the reports of. coming out. Is that wrong? No, no, that, there were multiple multiple reports that apparently that oh. and uh, there was a third person lee smith was involved um in the altercation as well but it sounds like now it was it wasn't anything so i saw that they went for tea and crumpets afterwards yeah no er apparently everybody's fine or now. scones um okay. uh so there's nothing to see here never mind okay uh, we're, okay. we're good sorry we're good sorry, sorry everybody we just oh. it, it was really bad there i mean it looked pretty bleak apparently um yeah, it was it was real rough there for a moment. We I, wanted to be the first insiders to break this news yeah, for you, yeah, and, we, and wanted, we jumped the gun. Yeah, we no, jumped my bad. The gun. No, and that and that that was you know. But here's the thing, I, I can't I can't uh, reveal my sources on this thing, um, as you understand, Tyler. I can't I reveal my sources, but uh, but apparently there was. I get it. I get it. There yep. was. There may or may not have been. I cannot confirm or deny uh, a physical altercation between. Uh, some Lee Smith, Carr, and Gruden somehow in that order. I plead the fifth. Yeah, uh, necks were shaken. Uh, I don't know. Fists may have flown. I don't remember. I know words were exchanged. That I know I'm for sure on. Um, but okay. again, I can't reveal the sources on that. Uh, but it, I, Boy, it appears we're that's... okay. That situation escalated quickly. It did. It I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> it really did, and then apparently de-escalated. Uh, really quickly so I guess we're okay um 
but or that you did it remember never Raider Nation in the first place. You heard it here first. You heard it here right. first. Breaking from the golden microphones. Uh, Lee Smith put Micah. the rock bottom down on John Gruden on the sidelines. Allegedly. We can't confirm Allegedly. or deny, uh, but that those are the reports we're receiving from our sources right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, what a what a what an absolute circus, man, in the middle oh. of that game. I was just what sitting a, here watching What these... a time to be alive in Redder Nation. <laughs> it really what a is. time. You know, and it, it was perfect timing because we just got done talking about last week all this manufactured drama. And then this breaks out in the middle of the game last week and, <laughs> and was just absolutely – I'm watching these tweets roll in and it's one after another. And I'm just going, what in the world? I mean, it literally went from Lee Smith, you know, grabbed Gruden by the neck – and, and separated him from Carr to, oh, uh, correction, grabbed him by the back of the neck. Oh, oh correction. Uh, apparently just put his hand on his shoulder and, and kind he of. He patted his scapula. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on. This is the state of Oakland Raider reporting, and it is in a, in a sorry state. Uh, it I is fine as aged wine. Oh, my word. It is entertaining, if anything else, but. Raider Nation, great to have you along for another episode of the Behind the Hot Patch podcast. Whereas always, you can find us on Twitter at Behind Patch. You can find us on Facebook. Just for search for the page Behind the Eye Patch on Facebook. Also, if you want to get in on the action, give us a call. 208-557-9771 is the number. Dial it up. Leave us a voicemail. Try to keep it under a minute if you can. Um, we really appreciate that as far as for the the sake of the show and the time. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We've been getting some calls. we got another call to run back this week. We're pretty jacked about that. Um, love, love mixing it up with the nation. The only nation. I saw Colts Nation this week, bro. And it was just like... Are you Good kidding me? Grief. Yeah, everybody's Go back to your corral that. nation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wouldn't they be a corral? Yeah, whatever. But I, I love how all of a sudden Colts everybody. Corral. Uh, yeah, I, it's whatever. It's whatever. But there is only one nation, the Raider Nation, uh, and we are still the only one to have a ball cap uh, officially made with the Raider Nation from uh, you know, from NFL Apparel. So, um, anywho, give us a call two zero eight five five seven nine seven seven one. Get on the show, um, Tyler. Hit us up with some shout-outs, man. Who do you have for us this oh, week? Oh, man. Oh, so many. So, so many shout-outs this week. Uh, give me just a second. Sorry. I, I am You know, not, you're about I'm as ill-prepared on... as our defense every Sunday, man. Come on, Tyler. Shape, whip it up. Whip it up into shape over there. All right. We got Ricardo Goodwin. Uh, Brian. You can find him at at Brian D Best uh, on Twitter. Like that. Uh, yeah, the B A X at the Bow B E A U X Show, the Bow Show. Um, followed us as well. Uh, just tired of it all. At Pale One, uh, <laughs> like Matt. That. Matt uh, from Canada. You can find him at Ooh. Matt Valcourt. Uh, James G at James underscore G underscore Jr. Will Lopez at Baco Raider, B A K O Raider. Uh, hey, here's one for you. Uh, a new one. I, I don't know if you're familiar with him or not. Okay. His name is. Courtney Birch. No kidding. Cor- old, yeah. old, old Courtney Birch decided to give us a follow. 11 he episodes. He finally in. followed us after like, what, three months, four months? About That's four kind months of this thing. For those of you who don't know, Courtney Birch is also uh, in on this whole deal. He just works behind the scenes, dropping knowledge. Uh, he comes up with ideas for the show. Uh, he's basically, you know, one of the three wheels on the, uh, on the tricycle here. But... Um, just now gets around to apparently uh, supporting the show wholeheartedly. I don't know what took 11 weeks um, for him to decide to go ahead and jump on the ship, but uh, Courtney, thanks for uh, thanks for finally throwing the full weight of your support behind uh, behind what you are also uh, helping to promote. So big shout out to to Courtney Birch, you bum. <laughs> thanks, Birch. We love you. 
yeah, we Raider E at Raider E72. Amani Shakur Grant Pate. I hope I said that right. Uh, he's a sports writer for Clarion News. Thank you for following. And a journalism student. Thank you for following us. Uh, and then John Carlo Knows. Uh, he has a really funny line. It says, it ain't easy being cheesy. Uh, I think that is a reference to uh, the longest yard, if I'm not mistaken. Give us a call. John Carlo Knows. Let us know if that's what it's from. Um, but anyway, yeah. A lot of new followers this week. That's awesome. That's awesome. Much love to the Raider Nation. Like I said, you know, we, uh, I believe it oh, was... Oh, I uh, forgot one. Oh, hit Duke me. Racer 01. Okay. As well. Yep. You know, James Burton, the caller last week, you know, he reminded us, you guys picked about the worst time of year or the worst season to start an Oakland Raider podcast. But, you know, we've been grinding it out anyway. It has been a tough season, but, man, we're having so much fun with this. And really the audience has been growing really exponentially and it's been a lot of fun to see that growth and we feel like we put a pretty good product out there we always love to hear from everybody though and uh ways we, you think we can make the show better uh uh things you'd like to maybe see implemented in the show obviously we always keep it political free here at behind the eye patch podcast and always family friendly too so uh um, always family we, friendly we, we take pride in that here and and uh uh, so we're just having a blast. But, man, great, great shout-outs. That is fantastic. Let's talk real quickly, man, about this win, man. Raiders get it done in the desert, gets the Arizona Cardinals, pick up the W. Um, I got to say, there were some uh, – it just it goes back. One of the things I want to touch on first off is, you know, we've had this roller coaster with Derek Carr. You know, one week he looks terrible. Next week, man, he's dropping dimes. This was a week, man. He was dropping some dimes, and it just goes to show you – this guy, I, I keep coming back to it. Just give this guy a little bit of time, and boy, he can make those throws. Uh, that one to Aitman when they needed that three, the three points off his back foot. Still, he just dropped a dime right into uh, Aitman, who was just stride, you know, full stride, didn't have to let up or anything. Car, beautiful throw, and I just it's throws like that. It's just like man, give this guy, give this guy a run game, another weapon or two, you know, to pass to and, and, and shore up that offensive line, you know, give Colton Miller a season under his belt, Parker and a Parker season too under for his belt as well. Matter. I mean, gosh, yeah, yeah, Parker, it's just, I'm going, this, I think this is a piece we don't need to worry about for a while at least, at least for a, a couple years. We can build around it and see what, you know, what we can make of it. Maybe we're talking a different tune by Vegas, but I don't think this is a piece that we need to address personally. I don't think it's a piece we need to address in the draft or free agency right now. Let's spend those draft picks on defense, on adding, you know, a big name wide receiver, big name running back, something like that, but mostly defense. But man, Carr, Carr definitely impressed um, this, you know, in the desert, and I and I love that. Uh, who, who who stood out to you in this win, Tyler? Uh, numbers wise, Gabe Jackson had a really good game this week. He uh, scored an his highest grade of the year at an 88.7 overall, wow. uh, 83 run grades, big Gabe Jackson. He's been dealing with a pec injury this year. And so, you know, I haven't really seen him pop up anywhere. Uh, I had even heard rumors that he may be traded at the deadline because we are paying him pretty big money and he just hasn't been producing at the levels that he, that he was, uh, in 2016, but the question is, Micah, who really is producing at that 2016 level? And the answer is no one. Yep, so, um, you know, good game for him. Maybe that pec injury is healing. Um, but yeah, I, I was, you know, I, I had some mixed emotions and I may take some heat from Raider nation over that. Um, and that's okay. I can withstand the heat, uh, and and I'll play in the kitchen. So there you go. Uh, I was kind of had some mixed emotions, but you know what? Your boy Marcel Aitman, he had a fairly uh, good game. Would you Would you like to uh, touch on that subject? Ooh, I tell you what, man. Yeah, Aitman, four receptions, fifty yards. Uh, hmm. Stuck it out. You know, it really reminds me of. Uh, you know, you know, we we had that big loss earlier in the season. You know, we lost a, a cornerstone player. Uh, who who was that again, Tyler? His name uh, is eluding me. Was that the wide receiver position? 
uh, who was that? We Martavis the White Tiger Bryant? No, 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 no. Oh. He was an even bigger name than that. Uh, he he's he was going to demand a big contract at the end of the season. Um, oh gosh, he was so sure-handed. Um, Seth know. Roberts? No, 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 not Seth Roberts. Oh. Uh, this guy, this on a third, on a say a you know a third and six, you could always count on him to catch the ball. Oh, Amari Cooper? Yes, that's him, Amari Cooper. Yeah. You know, Cooper, you know what Cooper's stats were for the Dallas Cowboys this week? I sure do. Well, hit me with them if you're so smart. Hit me with his Three stats. catches, 36 yards. Really? Really? Compared to Aitman, four catches, 50 yards. Seventh and round draft pick. Seventh round. Also, we have a first round draft pick from you know, I think the Dallas right. Cowboys, yeah. don't we? Right? Isn't that how that trade went down? I think so. I think we were able to procure another first round pick uh, for Cooper. So you know what? You know, another week and another week goes by and Gruden doesn't look so stupid anymore all of a sudden. But you know what, Micah? We're being one-sided in this trade because now all of a sudden the Dallas Cowboys offense has exploded and opened up. That's so true. And Dak Prescott now has somebody else to throw to. Yeah. But, you know, the press would have you believe that the Raiders still lost this, yet we're having a seventh-round draft pick rookie outperform, and somebody we signed off the street named Brandon LaFell outproduce our number one, ex-number one receiver. Hmm. Interessante. Interesting indeed. I tell you what, man, that uh, big shout-out to Aitman. I, you know me, man. I touted this guy out of uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, I liked that pick for the Raiders in the preseason. Uh, excited to see him finally hit the field. And you know what? I'm excited to see down the stretch because, man, we we lost LaFell for the season, unfortunately. Who knows? You know, I don't know what what's, what it's looking like for Jordy Nelson. Uh, but I think Aitman's going to – I think Aitman deserves some playing time down the stretch. Let's see what we've got in this guy. Uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see because he's a big time. He's a big wide receiver, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, and he came in, started in his rookie game, and he played 96 percent of the snaps. Wow, wow! You know, in a game that we really, uh, really was a run first game for the Oakland Raiders. I mean, uh, let me look at the stats here again. But uh, I guess Derek Carr did pass it 31 times. But I mean. Richard had 11 carries. Doug Martin had 10 carries. DeAndre Washington had 12 carries. I mean, we were we were punching the ball. You know, it was it was a run uh, it was a run heavy deal. But you know, Aitman ended up uh, at the top of the receiving list as far as his four receptions for 50 yards. Uh, he outperformed Seth Roberts, even you know the scat back Jalen Richard, even Jared Cook, man, um, who had himself a, a game with that. Uh, that nice little hitch and go for the first touchdown. That was a thing of beauty to see. Uh, that that was that was that reminded me of, of 2016. That was beautiful, beautiful to see that. A guy I hope. I, I what's his contract look like? Is he up this year? Do we have Cook for a yeah. while? He, Man, I'd he's love, a free agent this year. I'd love to see. You know, there's a big old there's a big tight end out of Iowa. Iowa for whatever reason, dude. Iowa that Midwest man, they produce some ridiculous tight ends, but. Uh, um, Corn-fed bulls. Yeah, exactly. But I'd love to see Jared Cook. I'd love to see us sign him to like another two-year deal or some two, three-year deal or something like that. Because he's been I'd so, like that so instrumental in this Oakland Raiders offense. He's really been become a cornerstone. Uh, let's Absolutely. also talk Jalen Richard. Man, I think this guy's playing his way onto the roster. For he's playing his way for yeah. another two, three-year contract. I think. I mean, DeAndre Washington had a solid game, not as good as Jalen Richard. I think at this point you got to get rid of uh, Jalen or DeAndre Washington. Doug Martin had himself a game as well, man. I mean, Gruden retires; it's not going to be even that big of a thing, man. I think I think you you split it up. Jalen Richard, Doug you mean Martin, Lynch and Chris? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Lynch, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch decides to be done, you know, and and he doesn't want to, you know, play on a one year deal or anything like that. You know, you get Jalen Richard, you get Doug Martin, you get Chris Warren the third thrown in there as well to start rotating in. Um, just in case Chris Warren the third doesn't end up being that player that we're really hoping he is, I think Doug Martin and Jalen Richard could could carry the uh, the workload for a season. Um, well, uh, so. yesterday I've got I've got a bit of trivia for you. Okay, uh, if you're willing to play the game. I'm, oh, dude, uh, I'm uh, if, if this is my w- mission, if I'm 
if I choose to accept it, I, I do accept it. Let's go. Okay. Burn that piece of paper and let's okay. get on with it. Uh, yesterday was the first time that three Raiders have run, have rushed the ball 10 times or more in the same game. Wow. The last three running backs to do that, who were they? Uh, of was it Darren McFadden, Michael Bush era? Uh, prior to that. Ooh, this um, may go back. This goes this, back a ways. Is this Lamont Jordan. Oh. That's close, oh, but it's dang, not okay. Lamont Jordan. You're going to have to drop it on me, man. Okay. Uh, Tyrone Wheatley. Okay. Justin Fargus. I love Fargus. And, Ze- and just, or sorry, just Tyrone Wheatley, Justin Vargas, Fargus. <laughs> Let me start over. <laughs> Tyrone Wheatley, Justin Fargus, and Zach Crockett. There we go. Sorry, wow. Raider Nation. <laughs> Dude, I love I... the name Zach Crockett so much. I am going to name my son whenever I have a son. Crockett. I love that name, dude. That's a For, good name. It's, it. it's strong. A, it's a strong name, dude. If my name Frontiersman, was Crockett. Frontiersman, even. Yeah, frontiersy, outdoorsy, rugged. If my name was Crockett, man, I'd love that. So I'm going to. Uh, Crockett is my is one of the boy names that my wife and I have picked out. Uh, uh, so I'm really jacked about that, but I, I've always Did that loved just it. happen right now, or is no, no, that no, no. like this a is, pre- this is, no? This has been in the works for a while. Um, oh, okay. But uh, I, I remember, and I was a wee thing, but I do remember Zach Crockett, and I always remember I, I loved that name even from a, a young age, and I always liked Justin Fargus too. I don't know why, I just always loved Justin Fargus. He was, he was a, yep. he's he a was shifty a, little back. I, he I, was I, a I, shifty and strong little dude. Yeah, he was, and and so, but any, all that to say, getting back to Jalen Rashard, I think this guy's, I, I think you know, and there was high praise from Gruden. I mean, I think Gruden was like, yep. I think he was the one. Gruden said uh, this is the kind of guy who could have a thousand yards on the ground and a thousand yards through the air, and um, uh, I think Charlie Garner esque. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think uh, at, at, man, whenever that guy gets the ball, you know, out of the backfield, when he you know on, on a swing pass to the outside, and you see him in the open space. Like I almost get on my feet every time because it's just like he can make a defender miss and and he's got that speed you know that that New Orleans Saints speed remember that game in 2016 I sure do just, yeah. I mean he hit the he punched it ticket right through that hole and I mean it was just like he was outrunning DBs Pew. and safeties and it was just like holy mackerel that's what he brings to the table so I. I, I'd Home love to run see ability, him. I believe, is what they call that. I, I think that's exactly what they call it. I'd love to see him get a two or three year deal and stick around with the silver and black for a while. Um, uh, so yeah, and then obviously we would be remiss if we did not mention uh, Big Mo Hurst in the middle, dude. Dude got had Big himself a game. Eating dude, tummy rubbing Mo. Dude, he ate Rosen alive, and it was a beautiful thing to see. And I tell you what, again, another pick. All of a sudden, Gruden doesn't look so stupid. How many times have we been able to pick out talent in the fifth round, man? How many times? <laughs> you know? Um, well, we have DeAndre Washington. Who is We have Maurice Hurst. Okay. I mean, DeAndre we Washington has been terrible, but it hasn't been. Markel like... Lee. It's, see, Lee, um, as much as I loved Lee, and you can go back to podcasts, I thought he'd be a cornerstone at linebacker position. I, I, he, he, he makes us. They solid. did move him to Sam again, though, this week, and he has been playing better at that strong side so, linebacker. So maybe a little bit more time at that position then. Um, but still, having an in back player in the first year out of the fifth round, man, uh, that's not shabby at all. And, nope. and I'm, I'm pretty jacked about that. PJ Hall and even we, had himself a few plays there in that game that looked Yes, solid. he did. So yeah, unfortunately, I haven't been able to like actually watch the game yet. I'll gotcha. probably do that tonight, but we're kind of on a time crunch schedule because I'm going out of town and want to get this published so that we can pleasure our listeners' ears over the Thanksgiving holiday. I don't want them to have to take a fast uh, from pleasuring their ears. So yeah. we're doing this for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. We we sacrifice. Um... You know, we got to do what we got to do, basically. is that That's all it comes down to at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah, with this holiday, you know, right in the middle of the week, it's we, we got to get it done. So that's it's throwing it down now, and I'm loving this, man. This is, this is fantastic. So Raiders get the win. Young rookie kicker 
I mean, just nails it right. Redeems himself. Yeah, I mean, just really beautiful. And as you know, again, it was the Cardinals. Tears. We, you know, a lot of people were a little bit upset with the idea that you know, well, we just dropped from the first overall pick to the third overall pick in the draft. But um, here's the thing, man. And what then we- also, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, I'm really good at doing that. But we also dropped from 13th to 17th. And like twenty third to like twenty seventh or something like that. Those are that's our yeah. our stock watch or pick watch of the week. There we go. There we go. But you know what? We still got I think six weeks left. So uh, th- there's a lot that can happen. And honestly, with this Raiders schedule, we got Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Chiefs twice, and then the Broncos. Honestly, man, the only game I could see us and and, and I hate I'm not I don't mean to rag on the Oakland Raiders, but really. The only game that we might have a chance at is the Broncos again. So I think 2-14 and is a real possibility. I don't know what everybody else's schedule is looking like, but it uh, uh, wouldn't surprise me at all if, if we crept back up either into that first position or at least, you know, second overall pick in the draft. So um, speaking of draft, speaking of draft, I want you, with the new shakeup now at three, you know, I, I think a lot of us had obviously – the blow for Bo, which you heard here first. I don't think Bose is going to be there, man, at number three overall. So give me your three realistic picks at this point for the Oakland Raiders in the first round. Uh, I did a mock draft last night. I took, uh, I it was still the, the, the old, we were first yeah. pick. But I did a mock draft. I tried to pretend as if the person that I wanted wasn't there so i ended up taking uh ed or let's see ed oliver out of houston um and i know that you weren't super stoked about that pick um i I, here's the thing oh sorry go ahead finish it out i'm just picking best player available at this point and and hang uh, we just our our team seems just so devoid of talent that any talent infused into this roster is welcome talent, um, that, but that does kind of create a logjam at the D tackle position. You, you know, you've got Hurst who's playing really well. I yeah. think you get him and PJ Hall in an off-season program lifting. Those two dudes are going to be pretty good in the middle for a while. Uh, Eddie Vander does should come back next year strong yeah. um, from that ACL tear. And then I. I wouldn't mind signing Hankins again. Yeah. I think he's been solid in the middle. So really you, you know that you add Ed Oliver to that and you kind of get yourself a log jam, but yeah. you have really good depth. So I don't know that that's who I probably would go with at the first pick, just because a lot of people have him at this point mocked as the best player. Uh-huh. So you've got the Niners at one, Probably taking Boza because they don't really need uh, a a quarterback. They just signed Garoppolo for twenty seven million a year, so they're probably not going QB unless somebody trades up, which is a possibility. You could have somebody trade up, taking a Will Greer or a a Justin Herbert. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like I'm seeing Will Greer going higher than Herbert, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, you know, the Giants are probably taking the, the, one of those two. I, I would say a, probably a Greer or a Herbert, which leaves us, you know, we could at that three position right now as it stands with Oliver or Greedy Williams, probably a little high to be taking uh, like a Josh Allen pick or a uh, Devin White pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went with Oliver in that situation. Okay. Uh, Dropped down, took it, took uh, Devin White out of LSU, the middle, the rangy middle linebacker nice. there. And then at 24, 25, uh, I took uh, Deontay Thompson. And those are the three players that I feel like give you, you know, depth or, or a building block at, at, all three depths of the game, if you will. Yeah, so you yeah. you know you've got a, a a defensive line pick, a linebacker pick, and then a safety pick to help in the secondary. You know, I really like Conley. He had a pick in the game. He looked yep. really good yesterday. Yep. Uh, and I and 
you know, Daryl Worley's looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nelson out of the slot is working pretty good. Uh, he di- he, he kind of got dinged yesterday because apparently Arden Key missed a tackle and nobody else could tackle. Uh, Johnson. The, no, it was uh, Christian Kirk. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, and, and he took off. And I apparently that was Nelson's cover guy. But Nelson was p- playing off and couldn't get up there to make the tackle. And Kirk went, I think, like 59 yards or something oh, uh, like yeah, that, or, that for a touchdown. So anyway, but other than that, Nelson looked pretty good. And the, the majority of the passes he gave up on coverage, the majority of the yards came from that play. So, you know, at, at, at uh, corner, maybe we go in with those guys next year and, and get some depth maybe in the offseason. Yeah, but, you know, I think a... A solid player at each level on the defense would really help out. So that's that's where I went with with okay. that. And then in the second round, in that same draft, I was able to pick up Josh Allen, the edge rusher out of Kentucky. Nice. So that would be <laughs> that, that would be pretty dang awesome. Yeah. But I know that's probably not realistic. However, that was what was there, and that is who I took. So that's who I've got, Micah. What about yourself? You know, I I went kind of the same way with you. I went um, just because the uh, having you know I I know we've talked so much about getting getting pressure off the edge, but imagine like a you know an obvious passing situation pairing Ed Oliver with Mo Hurst in the middle. Um, That would just be nasty. Um, And and if we could even anyway, uh, so I went Ed Oliver at number three overall. Ed oh, Oliver. you did? Yeah, Ed Oliver and Mo Hurst right up the middle. I mean, that like I said, that's the potential just to be just just to be absolutely brutal on offenses. Uh, and then you know what? Dropping down into that middle mid mid first round, I actually went with uh, uh, was it Cleland Farrell? Is that how you pronounce the first name? Cleland, I believe. Cleland yep. Farrell, edge rusher yep. out of Clemson. So I went. That's to, a good pick yeah, too, though. I went with uh, D line again. So again, you know. Chalk it up, Cleveland Farrell, Ed Oliver, and Mo Hurst on that on that front four. You know, man, that's that's on paper sounds nasty. On, on paper is just super nasty, and and I just love that. You know, we've been we've been complaining about not getting a pass rush, and honestly, you know what? There are like we talked like you just talked about our DBs, man. They're holding at least for a little bit. We get some pass rush. All of a sudden, this defense looks a lot better. So I think we address that first two rounds. I'd love to see that anyway. And, um, so pair up Ed Oliver with Cleveland Farrell. Then I went way back in. At the, at the back end of the first round, I went uh, Deontay Thompson as well, uh, safety out of Alabama. I think we need somebody, uh, you know, obviously replace uh, one of those safeties back there. Carl Joseph had himself a pick off a tip. Um, he came up and was laying the hammer down on, uh, on the run on runners, uh, which was nice to see. Um, and so, Gruden liked him for at least one week. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah. But he had he had yeah. something nice to say about him after the game was over, which I thought was a step in the correct direction. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think we could see like the linebacker slash corner slash safety position really addressed in the in the free agency. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's to see true some, too. Some veterans brought in, but I feel like between Worley and Conley and Joseph. We've got three players back there, and I, as much as a knock on Joseph, I put a knock on Joseph. The dude does play hard, um, uh, and he's fast. And like I said, against the run, um, the, the, he he can come up and make play. So, um, but adding a guy like Deontay Thompson back there, just again, just for the, I mean, all, just for the fact that Nelson wouldn't be on the field anymore would just be a huge blessing. But to <laughs> replace him with Thompson would, I think, would just be an immediate upgrade to that secondary. So that's where I went with the first round. Uh, I don't have it down. I did second round. That's tough, man. That That's tough because I'd love to see us. I've seen AJ Brown fall to the top of the second round wide receiver. No, I don't think miss. that's happening. No, I don't think so. I, you know, um, I've seen Arizona Harry from Arizona yep. fall to the top of the second round. That might be a little bit more realistic. That may be. So, you know, I, or I would, Marquise Brown. Yeah, or Marquise uh, like we Brown. talked about last week. I've seen Marquise Brown drop to the third or fourth round, and I don't know if that's just it hasn't you know we haven't updated the standings. I don't know, uh, but you know a Marquise Brown or a Harry, uh, uh, was it Nikhil Harry? Um, uh, Keneal Harry. Keneal Nikhil. Yeah. <laughs> Keneal Close. Harry. Keneal Harry. 
or Marquise Brown, a uh, couple receivers, either of those receivers, obviously to you know to give to Carr, I think would would be excellent. So you know those four picks right there again, like we talked about, all of those are immediate impact players in my opinion. Um, and and uh, I think it was just both offensive defense, especially defense, um, would would add that pass rush that's much needed. And again, a good a good pass rush just it's almost as good as adding a a third a twelfth man on defense, a tw- you know, a, a, a seventh man in the secondary, you know, you know, you have, you have oftentimes just four people rushing and, you know, you drop seven back in coverage. It's almost like dropping eight man back in coverage. If you have a good, if you have a good pass rush, just because the, just, you don't get the time. I mean, even Rosen, man, he, the dude had oftentimes all day to throw. Um, and just because he's a rookie, I think is what we were able to take advantage of on, uh, um, there, you know, on Sunday, so, so I think just adding that, just getting a pass rush generated, it's just going to help this. Uh, I think, I don't, I think Conley's solid. I think Worley's solid. Um, and I, but it's just, it's hard to see it because uh, we have no pass rush and you can't ask these guys to cover for six, seven seconds, you know, five, six, seven seconds. So I think it's, you know, it really shows it's like, golly, man, we're giving up all these passing yards to these nobodies. Well, no, I mean anybody, dude. If I had seven seconds to throw, I could pretty, I, I'll, I'd pretty much bet you money I could find somebody open with with seven seconds to throw a ball. So, um, not, let alone. I know you that you could probably definitely punt more further than thirty eight yards. I, I'm almost dead positive on that, but I do have to say, dude, Townsend, he had some boots there. Um, uh, second week in a row, he's he's putting that foot on that ball, and it's meat and leather, and. Uh, uh, he's he's getting some distance out of that sucker. I don't know if Gruden had to go light a fire under him or what. Uh, this week he had like a thirty-eight and a thirty-nine yarder, and then like a sixty-yarder. So I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. He 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 yeah. So he had a couple where it was like, oh, okay, well, that was fantastic. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. That's a work in progress, just like the whole organization is right now. But uh, so anyway, uh, as obviously wasn't a great week for the Raiders for the draft as far as picks go, but we got the win. Always love that as a Raider fan. Um, you know, we can, we, I, I pretend to make fun like, Oh no, you know, we lost that first round overall pick. Um, but you know, and I'm not, I'm not over here getting jacked and excited for a win over the <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. You me, know, give me, me give neither. Me, Congratulations. Me. You beat the second worst team in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if it was a win against the Broncos, Chargers or Chiefs, yeah, you know, that carries some weight for me. But against Arizona Cardinals, it's kind of like, meh. Yeah, the 2-7 and seven Cardinals, I'm not exactly getting hyped for it. But as a fan, I do love it. A win's a win. I love seeing that getting into the win column. And uh, um, and like I said, we got six weeks. I got a feeling we'll end up sneaking in at the very least to the top two picks overall in the draft. Um, dude, which brings us to our call this week. I think we got us a yes. voicemail, man. You want to play that for us? Yeah, uh, this is pretty soon going to be called Behind the Eye Patch with James Burton, I think, is <laughs> is what's going to happen. I love it. Uh, I love it. Mr. Mr. James Burton graces us once again. Uh, we need to come up with, like, a nickname for our followers. Yep, that's a really good idea because the, um, the guys, Sony and Murph over there at Raiders Fan Radio, they call it. Uh, what do they do that after three calls? You you get initiated. You become part of the family. You're. Uh, uh, how, I forget what they got. Part of the family, the Italian family. You know the whole Godfather thing. The uh, mafia thing. Yeah, yeah. So so we need to come up with our own thing, um, uh, for here at behind the eye patch. When you know after like three calls or four calls or whatever, you know you become maybe part of the crew. You know, or what? You know, something like that. Well, you we'll put our heads together this week and let's come up with something uh, so we can start initiating people into uh, the behind the eye patch uh, crew here. Do now, we get grandfathered in as as originators? Yeah, you know, we've done enough podcasts. I think I think that's okay. Okay. And you now here's the real question though: Do we add Birch in there? I think Birch has to call oh, in a man. few more times. I, I or, think he needs to I mean, grace us with his... Godfathers. Yeah, I mean, but he, he needs he to grace us it. with his presence once in a while. Yeah, yeah. And not just a follow after, you know, us <laughs> doing this for three months. You know, I'm talking like... I mean, you're like I said, you're one of the founding fathers here, man. 
You're, you need to get in on this action before, you know. You're on the Mount maybe, Rushmore maybe, of Behind the Eye Patch podcast. Yeah, yeah. So maybe one more, you know, maybe we'll make a concession for him. One more call or something. He doesn't have to reach the full full deal. But anyway, we got James Burton on the line. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, guys. This is James Burton again. Just listened to your, your latest podcast and enjoyed it and wanted to thank you for putting that out there. I wanted to give you a couple of just a couple of takes from a listener perspective and get serious for a second and tell you what, at least again, from a listener perspective, what I appreciate about your podcast. I appreciate that you are not just following the, the media talking points, if you will, surrounding the Raiders. You're not just being a parrot. You're actually talking about the, the, the issues that the Raiders have, but you're doing it in, in some truth. You're doing it with without cynicism as well because it's really easy to get cynical when the Raiders suck this bad. I also want to thank you for leaving politics out. I think it's a great decision. I may have already told you all that uh, in a previous call or a tweet, but I think that's a, an excellent decision. makes me even want to listen to your podcast even more. And just want to say you, you keep it light as well. So with that said, I'm going to give you my three favorite holidays since you've asked for listener input. My third favorite is Christmas. And I appreciate what, as a Christian, I celebrate at Christmas. But the whole Christmas season, to me, is just a little too much. I think it comes from spending 25 years in retail That'll make you hate Christmas real quick. My second favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. And my number one most favorite holiday may sound strange, but it's actually Independence Day. And it's not necessarily a patriotic thing. It's just because I love summer. And I always have a great, great family time on July the 4th. So there it is. Uh, Also, you know, throw Easter in there. Um, as my number one favorite as well, if I could give that a tie with Independence Day. I love Easter as well because we celebrate the resurrection of my Lord Jesus Christ. But so thank you guys, man. Keep it up. You know, you're doing a good job. And it's, it, it's uh, you know, we get like you said, we got to stick together. If we can get through uh, Lane Kiffin, <laughs> I appreciate that. If we can get through Lane Kiffin. We can get through this. And also, last thing, I like the opening of the show with the John Gruden sound bites. Man, that just gets me fired up. I, I know we suck this year, and I know there are a lot of people ready to fire Gruden already. And but man, I still love the guy, and I just still believe that he's gonna he's gonna bring the bring the Raiders back. Just wish he would hurry up, right? All right, guys. Thanks. James Burton, man, thank you so much for the call. We really appreciate it. We're going to keep grinding over here as always and uh, appreciate the love. And uh, like I said, that, that means a lot to us, and we're just excited to keep pumping this thing out every week. Tyler, I feel kind of bad, man. He threw the 4th of July in there, and I, you know what? I'm yes, gonna be he the, did, and it hit me first, right in the heart. Yeah, I, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, dude, it didn't cross my mind when I was thinking of holidays, which is, I, dude, I celebrate, I mean, I'm a fireworks person. I'm steaks on the Barbie kind of a person. Or b- Bobby, you know. The Bobby. Steaks on the Bobby. Shrimp on the Bobby. Shrimp shrimp and steak on the Bobby. And, yeah. uh, and I mean, I do up, I do up 4th of July big time, man. I've got a whole, like, American. Yeah, me too. And I don't know, I don't so, know why it didn't cross my mind. Yeah, I'm like, I Veterans Day? Yeah, yeah I, I do. I, I feel, feel ungrateful. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel super unpatriotic and but no that was great man and, and uh, i i'm gonna well here's my list actually i'm gonna go bump off uh um wow that's tough i think i'm, gonna I'm have taking to bump off out. new year's yeah i'm, I'm taking off out. new year's i'm gonna bump out you know new year's was my honorable mention i'm gonna i'm gonna slide fourth uh, of july in there honorable mention because it still doesn't beat out as far as for the feel all, all up in my feelings as far as halloween thanksgiving and christmas but I do wow. love me some Fourth of July. I, I I do, and I maybe that's not you know because it doesn't grace my top three. Maybe that makes me a bad person. But uh, I do feel bad that I didn't even think about it. But that's a no, great. No, me one. neither. And that's I felt a great I one. cut me to the quick. 
Yeah, but you know, he's he has Christmas at three. Over Thanksgiving. I you know? I guess It's because yeah. he worked retail. Oh, that's you know what, yeah, and I, I can understand that. That's that's that uh, kinda takes away from the whole <laughs> feel good meaning of Christmas when you have customers beating each other over uh, a Robocop doll or something. Yeah. That that movie Jingle All the Way comes to mind. Okay. And, and I, I, you know what, James, good on you. You know, <laughs> good on you, man. Uh, that was fantastic. The Easter thing was great, too. Yeah. Even though Micah didn't like Easter, it's okay. It's not that bunny, man. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm all about it. Like I said, I appreciate why we celebrate Easter. and, and uh, Yes. Uh, but but that, that whole bunny thing is just really, and I know it's 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 really, you know, they're really pushing that uh that viewpoint that the, the the bunny view like we're trying to make easter about the easter bunny it's like no that's not really what easter is about but like that this that bunny's just creepy it's just it just is and and it, it, it any way you slice it a person in an easter bunny you know costume is creepy uh or just like the whole thing of like an easter bunny like what is it? he comes and leaves you eggs with with yeah candy with in it? Like, reese's what? Reese's peanut butter cups yeah, in them. Or, That's or the best Reese's cups. Yeah, and I'm those are like, the best Reese's cups. Yeah, yeah, and it's like Christmas no. trees number two. Okay, there you go. We'll have to rank the Christmas candy here coming up in December. But uh, so anyway, Ooh. yeah, the, the, that's the reason for the for no no not a lot of love for Easter for me. But uh, anyhow, I digress, dude. I think we need to get into it, and this is another hard hitting topic that you will find only. At behind the eye patch, exclusive, exclusive, because we tackle the not only the questions in the uh, the Oakland Raiders and and the all the the controversy that that surrounds the Oakland Raiders, but we also hit you know har- the hard hitting life questions such as our top three pies uh, that we pleasure our taste buds on. So Tyler. Um, you know, I let you take the last one. I'm going to start this one off. I'm going to be greedy here. I always have host. to go first, so you go first. Uh, yeah, you go I'm, for I'm it. I'm going first. I'm going to go first here. Top three pies. Top three pies. And if you're listening, give us a call. I'm also going to post a poll on this uh, on Facebook. In fact, I'm going to have to pull up our poll from this last week, uh, which was very interesting. But we'll get to that in a minute. Top three pies. I, re- I, don't, even, I don't even think I have an honorable mention on this one, man. Here it goes. Number three. A hot apple pie. Love a hot apple oh. pie. And it can't be the crumble. My wife is a crumble person for the apple pie. No, it's got to be like the, the what is it, the lattice? Yeah, lattice. No, yep. The lattice. All about I, the lattice. Oh, dude, I love that. I just, I, that, the, the, I love that crust. And it can't be dry, you know, but it can't be Mm-mm. too soggy. But a hot apple pie with a dollop of vanilla ice cream on the side. Oh, man, just beautiful. Not on top. Uh, either or. Because okay. you get that you get that vanilla running down the pie. That's pretty good too. Because yeah. you mix it all in. I love that. Mm-hmm. So and number three, the hot hot apple pie can't be regular. I've had apple pie like room temperature, and it's so it's just not even. It's like eh, what what you know? I mean, it's well be eating like pie and bread, you know. But you got, it's got to be hot apple pie. Number two has to be the classic pumpkin pie, man. I, I just I, I I love pumpkin pie. Now here's here's my thing with pumpkin pie though. It's got to be had with whipped cream. You got to have whipped cream on my pumpkin pie. And and there's something about that light airy cream with that that heavy cuz that pumpkin pie man, that's it's heavy on your chest, man. Yes, I mean, it, it does. It, it, so so you get the you mix it in with that that light whipped cream and I'm not talking like light like like no sugar whipped cream cuz that's nasty. <laughs> no, you it's, Let's it's, make that clear right now. Yeah, yeah, it's the foamy whipped cream on top. It's just like homemade or from a can uh i'll do both i'll do both all right i'm not picky with my whipped cream there so number two comes in the pumpkin pie number one though dude and it's i'm all about this it's a nice and it's got to be hot once again blackberry pie oh uh, a really good hot blackberry pie once again you got to have some vanilla with it a nice cup of coffee on the side oh my gosh, dude! Uh, the 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 tart and sweet of black. My mouth's watering already just thinking about this. But that 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 tartness and the sweet from a blackberry, with that again, you gotta have you gotta have the crust. Um, oh, nice and warm, steam rising. Is off that a dollop is of that vanilla. also also a lattice crust? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's got to be a lattice crust as well. Okay. Or, you know, you can also do full crust on that thing. I mean, okay. you, can, you can encase it. Love that, too. Um, in fact, I'd almost, well, no, but no, either or. Either or works for me, but a nice hot cup of coffee on the side as well with that. Oh, you are in business. So, number one. Number three is the hot apple pie. Number two is the pumpkin pie. And number one has to be the hot blackberry pie for my top three pies. How about you, Tyler? Oh, so many to choose from, you know, know, like the the banana creams, the coconut creams, the chocolate creams. But my top three, number three is peach pie. Ooh. I like peach pie. Like Um, That's a really good one. That, and, uh, you know, I'll eat at room temperature. I'll eat it for breakfast, for crying out loud. Don't Mm. really care. I'll eat any pie for breakfast. That's Uh, the great thing about pie, yeah. It is a breakfast meal, you know. You can eat it any time of the day. And you know what? For my birthday, give me a pie. I don't like cake. Give me a pie. Give me some pie for my birthday. I know. it's. I'm odd. I don't like any. I digress. Number three, peach pie. (laughs) Uh, I do like a little bit of ice cream with it, but it doesn't have to have ice cream. Okay. Number two, you know, my wife makes a mean latticed apple pie. Mm. My wife does make a real good apple pie. I will take apple pie at number two. Like that. Uh, and my, I think I owe that to my grandpa. Um, he's... He's an apple pie guy, and he likes peach, too. So my top three and two are because of my grandpa, and number one is probably because of my grandpa as well. But my number one favorite pie of the year, especially at Thanksgiving, is my mom's homemade pumpkin pie. It is delicious, my favorite. And uh, once again, you know, the crust has to be it can't be burnt and it can't be you know a lot of the problem i find with a lot of apple pies is the crust around the edges is extremely dry and disgusting and so you have to eat it you have to eat a can of whipped cream with the crust on the app on the on the pumpkin pie but my mom makes this pumpkin pie the crust around the edge is still good it's not burnt it's not raw. It's just perfect. And my grandmother uh, used to make her pumpkin pie with Hubbard squash. So she would grow her own Hubbard squash. She would harvest her Hubbard squash. And then she would take an axe to break that Hubbard squash up. That's how hard <laughs> those things were. And uh, and she would make her pumpkin pie homemade like none of this out of the can crap not for her that wasn't good enough and homemade pie crust and that is the best pie i have ever put in my mouth and and you know what that's that's what it is pumpkin pie number one apple number two peach number three that's where i'm at well done i like it that's a good list like that list and i tell you there's something there's something about that homemade man it's just it really oh, does it's take, just take it. so my good. Wife, you know, I was blessed to marry a uh, a wife that loves to bake, and so she, you know she's kind of she sounds like your wife, man. She loves to bake pie. She does the apple pie, does the blackberry pie. She was also big into making breads, you know, like coffee bread and stuff like that. So man, dude, I, it's it's no it's a wonder I'm as big as a house over here. I think it's because I, I I do a steady amount of like uh, I play noon ball, you know, basketball, so I, that keeps the weight down, but. Dude, uh, come see, uh, we're heading into these winter months where I need to pack weight on, you know, for, <laughs> to stay warm. So there's no doubt that I'll probably put on five or ten pounds, you know, throughout the holiday season because I don't skimp. You know, start Thanksgiving, man. You Thanksgiving, said that last week. Yeah, it just kicks off the whole – I mean, it's basically just six weeks starting, you know, on Thanksgiving of just, just engorging myself with every good, tasty, you know, pie and meat and, and cookie and it's just it's a beautiful time of year it really is so dude i love that and yeah if you call in this week raider nation give us your top three pies we want to hear from you i'm excited to see what james has to say yeah yeah james hit us up with your top three pies uh i can tell you right now it won't be pumpkin won't make that list unfortunately oh yeah that's right he doesn't like pumpkin pie not gonna happen but uh 
That's okay. That's okay. So, dude, I do have to give myself a pat on the back really quickly. Last week, I said the Raiders would win. They got the W. Also said the Broncos would win. I said it feels like a game the Bron- the Chargers would drop, and they got the W. And right now, uh, I said the Rams would beat the Chiefs. Uh, and they Right are now, winning. it's 47-44 to 44 with three yep. minutes. But it looks like we're recording this podcast during the game, but the uh, the Chiefs are driving, so um, we'll see what happens there. They're only down by three with uh, 3.12 left in the game, so let's see if uh, – Patrick Mahomes. What do they call him now, Magic? Uh, Showtime Mahomes. Oh, Showtime Mahomes. Jeez, oh, man. We're going to have to hear that for the next decade. Dude, um, we're going to have to hear that in two weeks, <laughs> and it's just going to be uh, Mahomes for 75 yards. Oh, uh, look who was beat on that play. Uh, Reggie Nelson. Yeah, you know, and I noticed on then, one of those runs, too, Carl Joseph actually tracked, I think it was uh, uh, Johnson down, the running back. And it was like. That's no that's, small feat. And that's the first thing I thought of is like Reggie Nelson, that would have gone for a touchdown. Instead, <laughs> instead, Carl Joseph was able to push him out at like the 20 or the 15. Like he literally, he tracked him down. Like he came from behind and tracked him down. But I remember my first thought was like, if that was Nelson on that side, that was gone. He was gone. For, I think they ended up getting a touchdown anyway on that drive. But still, it was like, that's what Carl Joseph brings to the table. <laughs> that, that 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 Nelson doesn't. You mean you mean like he can run? Yeah, like like he's actually, his feet don't look like he he's lugging around cement blocks. Yeah, like he's actually he's speedy. You know, like like a like a safety like, should be. You know. Oh like, my! So the uh, mm-hmm. Chiefs just went up again. Uh oh! Did they score a touchdown? Yes, they did. It is fifty to forty-seven right now. <laughs> Not- <laughs> Not oh much God. defense what being played on either defense. What well, they have. That? I think they have two touchdowns. Oh, uh, do they? They ha- Yeah, they have a uh, a interception return for a touchdown, and uh, no, I lied. Maybe not. Maybe just one. Do they, they have no, a couple takeaways though, don't they? No, Patrick Mahomes sacked for eleven yard loss. Samson Ebucam. 11-yard fumble return. That was knocked wow. out by none other than Aaron Donald, the man-child. So the Rams have uh, 247 to, to go down. They need a touchdown, down by four, 51 yep. to 247. Interesting. Well, that'll be and on that, vaunt, that vaunted Chiefs defense, that may be hard to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyhow, well, hey, let's get into the matchups coming up next week uh, during All Thanksgiving right. weekend. Uh, let's kick it off with. We've this got one. the go Saints with... and the Falcons. That's, that, that's on Thanksgiving Day. Yep. Do the I'm Lions Saints, play on Thanksgiving? Oh. <laughs> Obviously, Saints are going to blow that yeah. one out of the Unless should, they don't anyway. play Drew Brees or anybody. Uh, but yeah, anybody. I would agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then, uh, do the Lions play? The Lions always play. Here we go. Let me see here. I've got it right here. Yeah, Bears and Lions. Man, oh, we need gosh. the Lions to win. Gosh, these Bears have rattled <laughs> off like three wins in a row, and it's really killing that draft pick. Um, yeah. And then we also have uh, Falcons, Saints, and then Redskins, Cowboys. So Of course. Uh, yeah. And then with that nasty Alex Smith injury, the Cowboys probably uh, should steal the soul. Redskins. So that's, we got, that's rough. At least Mark's, Mark Sanchez is back in the NFL now. Oh yeah, man! Oh, butt fumble himself. It it wasn't the same without Mark Sanchez. That's nope. for sure. The NFL Definitely. lost something the day that Mark Sanchez wasn't wasn't a starting quarterback. So hopefully he'll get into that. Uh, you know he'll get into rhythm, and we'll get to see. Uh, we'll get to be graced with Mark Ses- Sanchez's uh, presence once again behind you know under center. Um. So let's start out with this one, man. Steelers Broncos. Uh. You know Broncos went in, got the improbable victory over the Chargers. Uh, By one point on a last-second field goal, yeah. right? Still just snatched Jerks. victory from the jaws of defeat. Uh, can they do it against the Steelers? Nope. Nope, I'm same with you. I'm going to go Steelers as well. Steelers are on a roll, man. Get them some butter. They are on a roll. Um, uh, so we're going to go next. So we both got Steelers. Let's go Cards Chargers. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, just because, for whatever reason, the Chargers always have trouble beating easy teams. It'll probably be a close game, but the Chargers yeah. should should win that one. You know, it'll probably be like twenty-seven to to twenty. You know, and you'll be like, yeah, what? that sounds like a good score. Um, and be like, what, what are you doing, Chargers? Uh, 
Um, and then what we you know, looks or like is Keith... this when the Chargers start their slide, their annual like coming back down to earth party? <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe it started in Denver. That'd be tough, dude, to lose to Josh Rosen, man. Oof, that'd, that'd be that hurt. That hurt. Um... Go Cards. <laughs> I know, right? Raiders, Ravens, man. Do we have a shot to beat the Ravens? Looks like Lamar Jackson probably going to get the start. Led his that team to kid... victory. He reminds me of Robert Griffin III before Robert Griffin III, like, was ruined by Mike Shanahan. Uh And uh, we don't do well with containment against those types of quarterbacks. He he had over 100 yards passing and over 100 yards rushing in this, this past week, if I'm not mistaken. Like, one of the first... QBs since like 19 some obscure 1950 year when somebody <laughs> did it so um yeah I don't I don't know man I, I think the Ravens they're coming off a win against the Bengals um they're probably you know rolling high uh John Harbaugh is supposedly vying for his job so you know I I just don't see us. We it's in Baltimore, correct? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, East Coast. I, that's gonna be the East Coast for kills us. us. I just don't. I don't. You know, once again, I don't really have a lot of hope. Yeah. I didn't have hope for the for the Cardinals game either. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Like, I was like, eh, I, we're probably gonna... not gonna win that game. But I, I, I would hope that we at least make it close. Like, you know, like a a, a 31. Uh, 24 game or something maybe. I could see this being a close game. I I think the Raiders do get the the loss, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on you know how you feel about the draft and all that good stuff. But uh, I think it's gonna be closer than what we think. I think Derek Carr is gonna just again. You know, I played the law of averages last week. Said Carr should have a good game. He ended up coming out having a good game. I think he'll do the same this week. I think uh, I think he'll toss a couple of touchdowns. Um, now I'm gonna give him three touchdowns. I, I think. Uh, I think this is like a 24 to maybe like 24 to 30 type loss. You know, we just basically kind of run out of time. Uh, maybe it's like 30 to 17. We get a late touchdown and make it 24, but it's just not enough. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm going to give it to the Ravens as well. You know, Raiders just, just too much. It's too much. And Jackson, you know, Jackson's going to probably end up running for 60 or 70 yards in that game. Probably even a score as well. And, uh, uh, that's going to be another tough pill to swallow, but that East Coast, you know, that, that's just too that's too much to ask for to to go beat the Ravens just by our that just that in and of itself is too much to ask for. But then having to travel to the East Coast and play in Baltimore, you know, a team that's really scrapping right now to stay into the playoffs, you know, try to stay in that playoff hunt, they're going to need it more than the Raiders, and it's going to show on Sunday. So. Um, looks like we're in accord on all these games, man. That's pretty. Uh, I think that's the first time ever that we've uh, all picked the same, uh, the same game. So, do you have? You know what? The the, the Rams are driving as we speak. Uh, yes, they are. Oh, they're at the fifty Patrick yard Mahomes, line. Mahomes has six touchdowns, and the wow. whole narrative on Twitter as I'm going through from from Raiders insiders is, are the Chiefs gonna hang a hung a hundred? points on the Raiders like are they you know <laughs> that may very well be I don't know but I think it's a little premature we've, we've got to think about one week at a time yep, yep. Uh, we got to think about the Ravens this week they're they're looking down the road it's going to bite them in the rear end almost yep. like what happened to Utah State on Saturday or Alabama man Alabama or Alabama half was on the ropes <laughs> Uh, it's too bad I couldn't see that get done. But here's an interesting poll. Before we wrap this up, put this poll on Facebook. Uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey came out was you know had some interesting tweets about leaving the Jack, you know Jacksonville and they were gonna miss him when he's gone and all that kind of stuff. So I ran a poll. I said, "What do you think about the Raiders giving up a late?" Sorry, Micah. Uh, they have just gone up. The Rams have just scored a touchdown uh, on a 40-yard pass. It is. 53-51 with a minute 49 left in the game. So, now let me ask you, do you think the Chiefs did that deliberately? Do you think the Chiefs want the ball for the final Maybe. Drive? They, uh, that's, that's they my may thought. have. Yep, they want Patrick Mahomes to, you know, to, to orchestrate the final drive. That would be my guess. Kind of gutsy. 
Yeah, kind of gutsy, but I mean, you've you've hung fifty one on them so far. What do you think? You know, uh, your odds are good. <laughs> They're gonna get a stop now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I I ran a poll uh, and I said, what do you think about the Raiders trading their late their late first round pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars for Jalen Ramsey? If that would you know if that were something they were interested in, let's pretend. And that that pick is from the Chicago Bears. So let's pretend Chicago ends nine and seven, eight and eight. You know they're around the maybe the twenty-two, twenty-four range. Let's let's pretend Jacksonville would take that of a late first-round pick for uh, you know Raiders traded that late first-round pick for Jalen Ramsey. I asked Raider Nation. I said, "Would you like this?" Um, and sixty percent said yes. You got to do it. And forty percent said no. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, actually, a lot a lot tighter numbers because for me personally. We, I mean, corner's another position we need right now. Um, uh, and I would love to have a guy like Jalen Ramsey, a guy that could lock down a side of the field, pair him up with Conley and Worley, and I, I love that. Um, yeah, that's uh, nice. So I, I don't know about you, Tyler, but I would trade a late first-round pick all day um, for a guy like Jalen Ramsey. What say you? Yeah, I would do that pick. I would do that in a heartbeat. Now, I posted this uh, same poll on our Twitter page and I'm trying to scroll down far enough to uh, find it and I don't know if I'll if I will reach it in time uh, the last time I had seen it it was like uh, 90% yes 10% no um, wow. so you know I I like that and people will say well then you have to pay Ramsey in a few years. In a few years we're going to have plenty of cap room. Yeah, exactly. We've got a we've got uh 122 plus million dollars right now that we're going to have to spend somewhere. So if you yep. can get a lockdown yep. corner uh who is only 23, 24 wow. uh you know yeah. that's that's pretty good and you're only paying him Four million for the next couple of years. Yep. Uh, I say, why not do that? And, and you know, you've got Ramsey. If he fits your scheme, I guess uh, mm-hmm. go for it. Yep. Ramsey, Conley, Worley, Nelson, uh, even Rashawn Melvin played this week, which I thought was interessante. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that 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 sounds like pretty good. Uh, and they might they me. might require more than that. I don't know. You know, it really depends on the situation over there in Jacksonville. I know they've got a lot of big name players. I think they're going to have to you know start doling out some money for. So you never know. Never know what could happen there. But I just thought that was interesting. That uh, it was actually a lot tighter than I thought. I thought a lot of people would be on board with that, but only sixty forty. That's not a huge uh, not a huge spread. But Tyler, my man, it's been great. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys all for hanging out with us. Uh, on another episode of Behind the Eye Patch Podcast. Go and have yourself a fantastic Thanksgiving. Stuff your face. Don't worry about us. I know Tyler and I will both uh, be indulging all weekend. I'm uh, going to be indulging, and then I'm going to be pulling fish out of an unnamed uh, icy lake nice, as well. Nice, so. so, Tyler, you have a good Thanksgiving. Raider Nation, you have a good Thanksgiving as well. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the family. We will catch mostly you. the family. Absolutely, absolutely. We will catch you next week on our next episode. But until then, keep it real. Have a good one. Just win, baby.